1: Luxury quality within reach, go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things you believe to be impossible are in fact very much possible? Reality is not what you think it is, it's so much more complicated. Fascinating and, above all, terrifying. We are at the fringes of the map, and there's more than just dragons.
3: Inspector Warren Birch, correct? Yes. The officer at the Yukon State Police Department Mm -hmm. here in Whitehorse, the capital of Yukon. Whitehorse, all right, yep. He hands you the entire file that you have requested. The file contains a single piece of paper. (laughs)
2: <laughs> is this, this is it?
3: Yes. This was the only piece of evidence we have from the investigation you've requested. The year is 2019. About a year ago, a company called Bismarck Oil & Coal collapsed. Collapsed under mounting financial costs. Mm-hmm. When it collapsed, several documents became unsealed. It would appear that Bismarck Oil & Coal had powerful friends within the federal government who had been concealing a series of incidents around the city of New Carthage and the Bismarck Oil & Coal drilling site nearby. The drilling site hasn't been used for a long time. It's been abandoned for maybe a decade, maybe more. You're not 100% sure because Bismarck Oil & Coal When they liquidated about a year ago, they started rapidly going through all of their documentation and destroying everything they could.
2: And I guess my office took note of that and was quickly... Well, actually, the tax
3: department took Ah. note of that. And then when the tax department started investigating, they found issues, and then, and then they brought you in. You are a member of the Canadian Mounted Police, otherwise known as, colloquially, the Mounties.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You are a federal agent with all the power and responsibility that comes with that. You lead a team, a special investigation group, called North Star. North Star has been formed specifically to investigate Bismarck oil and
2: coal. So is this uh, the – so what do I know apart from what I'm currently getting? Do know anything like – you know b- before they were- I go in there, I'm like, all right, what do I basically know?
3: When everything came unsealed, you found out or the government found out that Bismarck Oil & Coal had been kind of destroying incident report forms as they were coming in, and you have requested any one – any incident report forms that have potentially slipped through Bismarck Oil & Coal's grasp, Mm -hmm. as it were. This is the only one that has, it would appear.
2: Right, this is it. This is all I'm getting. Okay.
3: It was filled out by uh, an officer, Lenny McBride McBride, in 1991.
2: Okay, so we're, okay. This is the only one that survived.
3: The officer nods his head, yes, and you will need to make a empathy composure check. So, your Empathy is three. Mm -hmm. Your Composure is three. You have a specialty for Victims, but this Officer is not a victim. No successes, unfortunately. So, do you know how Willpower works?
2: Uh, I think if I can spend it for
3: uh, bonuses, is that right? You spend Willpower Mm -hmm. to get, on any roll, you can get plus three extra dice. Willpower is also spent to resist physical things. So, for example, if you were about to be knocked out, you could spend your willpower to stay conscious. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You can also expend willpower to keep yourself basically composed in a situation where you might not normally be composed. I'll often let you know when willpower comes becomes important. Okay. In this specific instance, you have failed a roll. So you can spend a point. You have, in total, five points of willpower. Mm-hmm. You can spend a point to get an extra three dice on this roll. Mm -hmm. I will let you know, willpower comes back at one point a day, or you can indulge in your virtue or vice to get it back as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Using your virtue, you get all of your willpower back, but you need to indulge in your virtue at your own detriment. So your virtue is honesty. Mm -hmm. You need to be honest at your own detriment. Mm-hmm. with your vice it doesn't have to be at your own detriment because it's kind of assumed when you're indulging in your vice it's kind of fucking you yeah, so your vice is ambitious mm-hmm.
2: okay but I would have no reason to believe this person will be hiding anything from me or
3: you don't have any reason to believe but that doesn't mean you
2: can't spend willpower okay whatever we'll, we'll spend a willpower why not sure
3: you can tell that this officer it's so imperceptible you wouldn't have noticed it otherwise but he shifts uncomfortably in his seat
2: uh you okay there
3: kid uh yeah yeah I am um I I would say though that uh the there were two forms
2: mm. oh okay it's the
3: same form he just the officer clearly misfilled it the first time okay you, 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 you have form. you
2: have that one as well yes. okay so we have-
3: he gives you that one he'd hidden it underneath a pile of documents on his desk
2: all right let me just Do you have a place I can sit down and read this? Uh, Yes, please. He gestures to
3: a waiting room outside of his office. You go out there and sit down with the rest of Investigation Group North Star. You are Inspector. You are in charge of the following people.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Inspector Roland Erickson, who is maybe someone you've had a lot of... Roland Erickson is a very respected officer within the Canadian Mounted Police. He's what some people would call a lifer. He's here for the rest of his life, and by choice. He willingly is ready to die an officer of the Canadian Mounties. Mm-hmm. You. There is also Sergeant Ira Souza.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There's Sergeant Samuel White, Corporal Malcolm Runstrom, Corporal Iris Masters, and Corporal Lara McNaughton.
2: Okay, uh, team, so we've got uh, two reports from the same... Same incident. One seems to be a bit more hasty. Okay, so this is a Constable Leonard McBride. Uh, can someone try and uh, trace this Mister McBride down? This Constable McBride down. Can we get someone on that? Ira Sosa
3: looks at you and says, "I'll I'll do it. I'll do it."
2: Thank you, Ira. So um, yeah, it's a Constable Leonard McBride. Uh, B-R-Y-D-E. Um, I give him the information about who that person was. He was an officer with the Yukon State Police. Retired in 99.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So he retired he, in 99, uh, okay. Yeah. Where, where Where is he now?
3: Um, I, I'm i not sure. doesn't say.
2: So he was uh, apparently the transferring a prisoner, Wade Price. Mm. All right, so you guys, uh, I'm going to list off some names. Let's get some uh, fact checks on who these might be. A prisoner of Wade Price.
3: Uh,
2: Iris Masters
3: pipes up. She says... Uh yes, I've got it here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was
2: okay. So we have a we're escorting a, a Wade Price. Wade
3: Price wanted for murder and manslaughter. Okay. Uh it was supposedly a crime of passion. Mm-hmm. He killed his wife and her her lover.
2: Had some passion.
3: Mm. He fled across state lines into a. Uh, not state lines. He fled across uh, the border into Alaska. And the officer was part of a team bringing him back for trial.
2: Right. And this uh, Sergeant Michael Hill, was he ever found? Do we know?
3: Sergeant Michael Hill, his body was not recovered. No.
2: And so we don't know if they were dead. According to the police report there, I believe he. Does it? Does it say? It just says he could not be found. Mm. Um, there's a sergeant, Rebecca Shore. They might know a bit more about this, potentially. Uh, here's the um the incident report. Here, uh, uh, Ira. Ira takes the phone back. Okay, I'm just gonna. Okay, the second incident report. He's McBride is saying something about monsters, some kind of mutation. Okay, there was a blizzard, so that could have um been impending with their. Vision, transferring way when we hit a snowdrift. Okay. Michael Hill disappeared. Wade went all wrong. What does all wrong mean? I mean, he's a violent man. Eat him.
3: I have information on Rebecca Shaw. She traveled up after the, in 91 still, after Mm -hmm. the incident report filed by filed by Constable McBride. She apparently tried to follow up in person, headed out to New Carthage, Mm -hmm. the the city near Bismarck, the Bismarck oil and coal drill. Then she starts going through some papers. We have a missing missing persons report for Sergeant
2: Rebecca Shaw. Okay, so we have uh, Shaw and Michael Hill both missing, yes? Mm. Interesting. Okay, if you, if you want to, I'm just going gonna, gonna to like, 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 uh, get uh, a couple of them looking at this, the other report as well mm. that I'm currently kind of going through. So they're saying that so Wade, uh, he tried to apparently eat Lenny McBride. We, and Wade's dead, correct? Wade Yeah, is... the, the prisoner.
3: The prisoner uh, was not delivered. It just says not delivered.
2: All right, so that's three missing people. Leonard McBride is the only survivor of the four people that are mentioned here, or at least the one that isn't missing.
3: Lara McNaughton chimes in. I have Leonard McBride here. It's an obituary from two years ago.
2: Two years ago. Two years ago. Okay, that lead is dead in the water. Okay, so we have four people, one dead, three missing. And a interesting report here. So, Wade apparently went wrong, tried to potentially eat Lenny McBride. Do we know what kind of, how did he kill his uh, wife and lover?
3: It was a stabbing.
2: Uh, Any teeth marks on the victims?
3: No, no teeth marks. She, she being Iris Masters, passes you some photos of the crime scene. Mm -hmm. It's a... it's messy, but you don't see any evidence of bite marks.
2: Like a stereoty- like stereotypical kind of like stabbing. Yeah, <laughs> just nothing out of the nothing out of the ordinary. No one's like putting, you know, writing things in blood and. and it was a crime everywhere. of
3: passion and opportunity.
2: Everyone turned to freaking monsters or something. Huge mouths, wrong legs, wolves. Did did uh, McBride any? What happened after he retired? Did he did he do anything? Did he uh, try and follow this up? Was did Samuel
3: do- White shakes his head. I'm doing a Google search of him now. I can't find anything of interest.
2: Wife, kids, family? He has a wife and kids, yeah. Should we go and um, follow that up?
3: Someone else seems to have followed it up with the disappearance of his his sergeant. Uh, I have some testimonies here. He passes you some, some witness testimonies. Mm-hmm. It talks about his family, like... There was like a great strain on his life after that, but it kind of evened out, and then he retired mm-hmm.
2: willingly from the police force. Okay, so he retired They don't willingly. seem to know anything. Okay, so he seemed to be on edge here, and then someone... Did they make him write a new one? What I think of it is in, do I think this is the ravings of a madman, or potentially something else is going on here? Well, whether
3: or not you believe in the supernatural is up to you. But I would argue that any reasonable human being would say that the first one is maybe, was maybe done under a great deal of stress by someone who was maybe experiencing psychological issues. Mm-hmm. But in 91, they were maybe not as equipped to handle that as they are today.
2: Clearly, it was a blizzard. It was a snow. Do you have the weather conditions for that time of that particular date? If there was a uh, blizzard out of the I'm ordinary? I'm looking or
3: it... back now, Malcolm Runstrom says. I'm looking back now, and there does not appear to be any... No, yes, here it is. He turns his laptop around to show mm-hmm. you. There was a blizzard reported at the, on that day.
2: Okay, so I would assume here It that... was
3: colder than normal. He says, Cold or normal, okay.
2: He shows you, like, a weather
3: map or whatever. Not a weather hmm. map, but a weather timeline. And you can see that around that day, or starting on that day, there was, like, a freak cold snap.
2: Okay. So we have two officers uh, transporting a, a rather dangerous individual who took advantage of the cold snap and the snow drift that they hit. There was a scuffle. I'm... Guessing McBride was a little bit in shock. They, they, they uh, Wade uh, Price escaped. And we don't know where Michael Hill went. Okay. Constable McBride shot to kill. Doesn't say if he did. In fact, doesn't say anything about that. Maybe it's worth going down to New Carthage, Roland Erickson says. And then the body of Wade was never found. No. Okay.
3: Doesn't say anything about a body recovered here. I mean, McBride hasn't
2: given us a lot to go on here. It's not very detailed. You can see why they got to do it again. So the I guess he, he shot to kill uh, Wade, but he doesn't say if he actually killed. Okay, so Wade is potentially d- shot by McBride here. And uh, Shaw's missing. Hill's missing. The body of uh, Wade Price is missing. Okay, well, I guess. Uh, where, where do you? Where are you suggesting we head off to, sorry? Uh Inspector
3: Roland Erickson says, "Well, if we head down to New Carthage, there might be some some information that we could speak with the local police there, mm-hmm. and and oh, hey. maybe
2: we go to the uh, is this the uh, White Horse State Police or no? Yes."
3: we're in white you're in Whitehorse right now the capital of Yukon mm-hmm. Whitehorse is quite south compared to the rest of Yukon Yukon is basically the northmost and the westmost that you can get in Canada basically okay and New Carthage is as about as north and west as you can get in Yukon mm-hmm. you are Whitehorse is kind of down south basically what's the uh, residence Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your
2: next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So uh, BOC. What's BOC? Bismarck Oil & Coal. Okay. When did uh, Bismarck Oil & Coal shut down? A-, a year ago. A year ago. Okay, so that was still up and running back in 91. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, head down and see if we can ask some questions. See if we can follow up and see what happened to uh, Michael Hill and Rebecca Shaw.
3: The oil drill has been shut down for quite some time now, but we might be able to glean some information, speak to the locals,
2: something like that. Okay, uh, well, let's. Uh, was anyone else in charge? Uh, so, Sergeant Rebecca Shaw, who was her superior, can we have a chat to uh, uh, this particular. Uh, Police station, the one it was on thirty uh, years ago. Are there, uh, any other files that we have on McBride or Michael Hill or even um, Rebecca Shaw? Do you have any information on them? McBride, was he prone to anxiety attacks? Was he no prone exemplary to... record? And uh, Michael Hill, what do we know about Michael Hill?
3: Mm. Also, fine officer. By all accounts.
2: No reason for him to I know, abandon no. his post. I have some
3: uh, uh, interviews here. It would appear that no one had anything bad to say about him. Mm.
2: And uh, same with, uh, I guess, Rebecca Shore as well.
3: Uh, no. Yeah. They all seem clean and sparkly. All right. Well, let's go uh, head down to the... Uh, see
2: if we can ask some questions. Uh, all seven of you
3: pile into, we'll say, like three SUVs. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. I'll uh, give the reports also to uh, Ericsson mm-hmm. so he can even um, gleam any information there.
3: He starts going over them. You drive out towards New Carthage.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's a, I would say, maybe four, five-hour trip. It's down the the interstate, or not the interstate, but intercontinental highway it travels through canada into the uh, alaska it's maybe the only man-made structure at a certain point (laughs) that you will be able to see there's a lot of just snowy grassland in all directions some Mm -hmm. mountains and maybe occasionally hills but it takes you i would say actually longer than four hours it maybe takes you five hours to eventually hit the turn off to get off and head towards even further north than the northernmost man-made object. Right. Eventually, driving down a dark and somewhat dusty for considering how far north you are, dusty road, you see ahead of you a gas station. There's a big sign, a big neon sign that looks like it was made in maybe the 80s that Kind of half-heartedly says Lost gas station
2: Uh, Do we need to fill up at all?
3: Well, several people would just like to get out and stretch their legs You've been uh, driving for five, six hours Eight, ten, (laughs) twelve Three days you've been driving. (laughs) You've Um, been driving for quite a while now, straight.
2: Do we get much reception while we're traveling? Like uh, anything like that? Or is it all a bit spotty?
3: As you're traveling further and further and further north, you're looking at your phone, watching as five bars becomes four, becomes three, becomes two, becomes one, becomes that little emergency E sign. That is the reception level you have right now.
2: Yeah, d- during the, the, the trip, I'd want to be like, kind of chatting to whoever's in like, the SUV and be like, uh, so we hear the, the incident report he wrote under duress about these these wolves. What do you know about the wolves in this area? Uh, will they attack? Uh, Bismarck
3: Oil and Coal used to employ a, uh, a hunter and trapper okay. even up until even into the 90s to mm-hmm. to keep wolves at
2: bay. Okay, so we know that wolves were a problem here, so mm-hmm. maybe someone just... He's talking about monsters, and I mean, if it was snowing, if it was dark, perhaps he was just like a, like a wolf attack, but I mean, we don't really know much. We just know that there are several people missing.
3: What the hell were they doing? You're on a lonely freeway in Yukon in Canada. There is a single freeway that makes its way down from the southern end of Canada all the way up through Yukon and into the north. It doesn't end at the sea north of Canada, but a smaller road does. And
1: you are almost on that smaller road. Who are you? My name is uh, Lanny McBride. I'm a, a state police. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's who I am. I got one, one girl at home. I got a daughter. Uh, and the wife, but uh, she's looking after the daughter at the moment, and um, yeah, that's who I am. Lend lend to my friends. (laughs) You're in your car, in your
3: state trooper car, you're driving up, and you've got the windscreen wipers going because it's snowing just lightly enough for it to be annoying but not heavily enough for you to want to do anything other than occasionally bump up on the control stick to cause the windscreen wipers to go is it just me yeah it's just you in the car you're on your way to new carthage which is a city basically as far away from human civilization as you can possibly be here in yukon and that is Quite definitely saying something. New Carthage is a city with a population of about a thousand. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not like nothing. It is a town. There'll be proper services and such there. But a thousand people does not a proper city make. No, fair. So you're expecting it to be quite, quite country territory. There's a police officer you're meant to meet up there. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Michael Ooh. Hill. You'll meet him at the police station in New Carthage and then you're heading westward towards the Alaskan border where you're going to meet with some local police there who have picked up a dangerous
1: criminal mm-hmm. Wade Price Great name Wade Price just screams dangerous criminal <laughs> He's wanted for
3: murder and manslaughter He came home one day to find his wife cheating on him with another man mm-hmm. and and flew into a rage, manslaughter, murder. Okay, all right. He fled, and was managed, uh, police in Alaska picked him up as he was basically crossing the border. Okay. They're holding him, and the state are going to take him back down to the capital of Yukon. Whitehorse, the capital of Yukon, is where the Yukon Freeway basically ends. It was a big project around the turn of the century. Mm Mm-hmm. And it connected Whitehorse to the rest of Canada properly. The freeway got extended a little bit past Whitehorse, but government didn't really see the purpose of making it go all the way to the north end. There was nothing important there, and New Carthage is nothing by important.
1: definition. Nothing important. Cool. It's an old whaling village. You
3: probably might know that. Maybe on your maybe before you left, the other cops in the precinct chuckled laughed at you and maybe maybe someone left a pamphlet on it. you know what absolutely someone left a pamphlet on your desk welcome to new carthage <laughs> land of new beginnings
1: oh uh, that's great
3: it's an information booklet sponsored by bismarck oil and coal
1: right in big bold letters right beneath <laughs> Can I have it uh, kind of on my steering wheel sort of open in one hand um, to uh, it, whilst I'm eating a chocolate bar <laughs> and i reading, reading, uh, just kind of pouring over it, seeing what it's got to say, you know, kind of paying attention to the road as well, but also obviously looking at the pamphlet that I got in my uh, hand there.
3: There's a big map on it of North Carthage, New Carthage, mm-hmm. sorry.
1: <laughs> well, it is also a very north of the original Carthage.
3: <laughs> But yeah, so it's a small-ish settlement. A lot of the houses are quite close together Mm -hmm. because the only thing there, there's no farming to do up there. So there's no reason for people to spread out that far heat. You kind of want everyone closer for the heat. For sure. There's still a lot of whaling that goes up here, even today. It's basically the only thing keeping the town alive. Or maybe you think that, Mm. but the pamphlet does not say that. (laughs) The only thing that kept the town alive was whaling. Okay. However, recently, a new deal with Bismarck Oil & Coal is reopening the oil well nearby. There's Mm -hmm. an oil well about a couple hours' drive from the town. And when it reopens, it's going to be with about a thousand new jobs. So, kind of, kind of, really a bit of a shot in the arm yeah, for yeah, new really Carthage.
1: Great new Carthage, for sure.
3: From the pamphlet, I'll get you. I'm going to make a politics intelligence roll, which for you is a chance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I uh, don't pay much attention to. It's certainly not about, you know, places that small, I don't know. And um, I suppose also about just the actual <laughs> politics. <laughs> so the way
3: it works is I take your intelligence stat of two and I take your politics stat of zero <laughs> and I add them together, which is two in total. But because you have no politics... You get a negative three to this roll, which puts you into negatives. (laughs) So, a chance die is I roll a single dice, and you only succeed on a ten. Uh, You got a one, (laughs) which is a critical failure. All right. Only possible on a chance (laughs) die. So... You you think it's very funny that Bismarck Oil & Coal is here, despite the fact that Bismarck Oil & Coal has nothing to do with the proud and only profession of this local village, whaling. <laughs> you're not sure what you're not heck? sure what you don't make the connection in your
1: brain that Bismarck oil and coal is what is keeping this village alive I guess I know about uh, whale oil is a thing maybe maybe that's what they're doing maybe that's the kind of oil and Bismarck oil and coal that's strange though you just heck, get genuinely weird. very confused <laughs> I don't quite understand what that means maybe you out con- kind of confusion and stress I'll put that pamphlet in the seat next to me <laughs> stop reading you're, it. you're dividing your attention it's not good <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, I'm already in danger of crashing. Yeah, all right, I'll I'll put the pamphlet in the seat next to me. Heck, I don't know what that's about. There's a little alarm.
3: It's in all of the the state cars. Mm -hmm. There's a little red light alarm that goes off when the engine's getting up when the fuel's getting a bit dangerously low Mm -hmm. what can often happen in these extreme temperatures is that the fuel gauge can get stuck on the dashboard the needle can get stuck there or there can be the extreme temperature can cause issues with the sensor gauge actually in the tank itself and so there's a separate electronic backup notification cool that goes off at you You realize you've been driving with nearly an empty tank for some time now.
1: Oh, boy. Can I, like, flick the gauge to see if I can get that needle to wake up to see?
3: I'm going to make that... I'll pull over as well. Oh, you pull... All right. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to do it while driving to be like, maybe the car's wrong.
3: I'm going to make that a Witscraft roll, which is, once again, a chance die, but I'll give you a plus one to this roll because it's quite easy to do. (laughs) So I'm going to call it two dice then. Cool. All right. There's no sound happening. <laughs> so give it a little, yeah. Mouth. You give it a, you give the boy a little flick, yeah. And the needle drops until it's
1: nearly halfway down the letter E. You've been <laughs> running oh, on fumes. Heck, okay then. <laughs> I will pull over. Uh, do I have a map of the area or anything? Yeah, you've got okay. You've got the pamphlet. <laughs> Phew, that's <laughs> all right. I'll get out of the car. I'll check on my gloves, I guess, because it's cold, and then I'll. Uh, it is freezing. I uh, will head to the, the the bonnet, and I'll put the map on the on the top there, and I'll just. Spread it out to see if I can see where the heck the nearest service station is to try and get some. Do you have glasses? I'm imagining you <laughs> with the
3: basically the glasses that you're
1: wearing right oh, now. yeah, Glasses. I got like a big mustache as well that if I, I like to imagine I got one of those kind of, not quite a balaclava, but like it comes up around my face, but my mustache <laughs> goes over the top of it. Do you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it comes up to keep my eye. Yeah, I got that on and. I gotta put it down if I want to talk to somebody. Um, yeah, I got glasses and I got also gloves on my hand that kinda can come off and hang down. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like attached to at the wrist. Um, but yeah, so I will put on my glasses, put on my gloves, and I'll go out and spread that map on the uh, on the bonnet there and see what see what I see.
3: That's a survival wits with a plus two right. for your little map. So that's your survival is two. Your wits is three and then another plus two makes seven dice total. Yeah, it's a good roll for you. That'll be fine. You see that there's a little it's it's just denoted on this map as gas station. Mm -hmm. It's not far from you. You think you have a pretty good chance of getting there. Even on a nearly empty tank,
1: even in this frigid cold weather, worst case scenario, if the car stops, you can can just walk. And walk. All right. It's not that far. Do I think it's maybe worthwhile walking, getting it in a tank, and then bringing it back here? That just, might not be a bad idea. Just in case, I don't want to risk the car. Basically, well, actually, no. You should keep driving. Yeah. You
3: would probably know to keep driving as well because if you leave the car idle for too long in these conditions, uh, it fear. can
1: actually you can kill your car. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. All right, I'll, I'll get back in. Kind of quick quick smart so that you know yeah uh, it doesn't get too cold and then i'll uh do a u-turn and head back to the gas station oh no no it's it's oh it's it's ahead ahead. all right yeah fantastic all right keep keep heading on